0: Hi, you are listening to High Value Women, brought to you by the New Feminist Magazine. We are your host, Ellie Massiera fielding
1: And am I the asshole? It's Adam Sarsity Rawlings.
0: <laughs> excellent, excellent tie-in. Uh, for those of you who um, somehow didn't guess that, we are doing an episode where we're reading a lot of Am I the Asshole" Reddit posts because we just see them on other people's podcasts and it looks so fun. And also we love drama, so.
1: Yeah. And just before we dive in, shout out to Two Hot Takes. That's like my go-to Am I the Asshole" Reddit stories podcast.
0: Yes.
1: The best ones. I feel like always like the best stories end up on that podcast. So check it out. The episodes are long, which I love. If you've got a short attention span, break it up
0: yeah do you know what it's so funny we know that as well because adam's like let me just let's allow for like a couple hours and i'm like an hour an hour max we need to cap the damn podcast <laughs> you're like no i want it chatty and i'm like i need some notes man like i need some structure <laughs> maybe that's what makes this good maybe we find a balance
1: we do yeah because if it was just me if it was completely my way we would just be chatting about shite into the void for about 12 hours yeah <laughs>
0: Oh, but okay. you know what, the void is fun. The void is fun, and you know what, I'm I would happily join your void. <laughs> but the problem <laughs> is, I just I don't have the focus, babes. So I'm sorry.
1: See, this is what a hyperfixator and an ADHD galley girly galley <laughs> galley um produce. Is this?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you like it? <laughs> <laughs> please we... tell us you like
1: it we've been trying this for a year now
0: <laughs> well i think so i think i think so um we're doing good should we do so, our family facts
1: yes let's do you want to hit me with yours
0: you go first
1: okay mine's kind of morbid
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh i'm so surprised no i'm kidding
1: <laughs> <laughs> so if you remember on, actually it was the last episode that went out Laura Adlington's episode um, I talked about the her trade
0: Oh yes, yeah It yep. turns
1: out there are even more like Dodgy trades coming out of the developing world Perpetuated by the West Can you guess what the trading this time?
0: Only because you, <laughs> you Yeah, WhatsApp- I texted you, you about it <laughs> I, I sort of, I was, I was busy So I sort of skim, skim read it And then went, wait <laughs> I, I was like, eh, okay fine That sounds like Adam. <laughs> <laughs> and bone, is it bones? <laughs>
1: it is bones. So basically, um, it, back in the olden days, mm-hmm. grave robbers were like a thing because yes. bodies were used for medical research. And there's a long history going back to like Da Vinci and even earlier
0: mm-hmm.
1: of dissecting and all that sort of st- studying the human body.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: it's seen as a very essential part of the medical like education system, which I can understand. However, when um, the grave robbers were basically put to a stop in England. Um, the British medical schools looked towards the colonies oh dear. to collect bones, so they engaged with um India predominantly, and there's a caste of Hindus there called the I believe they're called the Bon or the Don. Cast. I forget the name right now. I should know this really, given that I'm Hindu myself. But basically, <laughs> there were a group of Hindus who are considered like in lower castes. caste systems. I think we're not getting into right now. Mm-hmm. And they manage cremations, which is like how we traditionally deal with our dead bodies in Hinduism. But the British were like, "Nah, babes. You can burn the bodies, but you got to collect the bones and sell them to us." And up until 1985, um, India was the world's largest exporter of human bones, um, sometimes distributing over 100,000 full skeletons a year, um, mostly out of West Bengal. And that still happens today. And I think the reason why it's like a femi femi fact is Mm -hmm. because I think... I've said this I mean this is my soapbox basically But colonialism and feminism are inherently linked Because mm-hmm. oh yeah. Um, if you're an intersectional feminist you need to understand the history Of the world it's all linked There's misogyny and all that and everything um, But it just It really shocked me because I didn't think about Where bones come from that I studied I mean honestly I assume that most of them Were plastic mm-hmm. and most of them Today are still plastic but There's still a bone trade Going out of places like India and um, China to a lesser degree and it's just no way that the Western world is shitting on the developing world and breeding some very dodgy, very questionable, exploitative practices. So
0: yeah, that's dodgy as fuck. Also, that really reminds me of like, do you know about the whole thing with body worlds? Yeah, yeah, that, that's weird. Like for those body of you world who don't...
1: itself. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Ellie. Yeah,
0: I was just going to say for those of you who don't know what Body Worlds is, it's just um a there, there's the around the world and they're like exhibition type things uh, where you can see <clears throat> like human bodies or like the the muscles and like skeletal structures and they're like positioned in in ways and they're preserved in some sort of thing that I've forgotten uh, and it's hella creepy. But like everybody, be like, where they get the bodies from? So <laughs> and I a can bit actually a, like, answer ju- this. Yeah, I, I, I know about I know about a lot of the, like, uh, theories behind it, but I don't think there's an actual, like...
1: So there actually is this definitive is information. So okay, Body Worlds sure. itself is um, made... The bodies are people who actually donated the bodies. So it's mm-hmm. considered a very ethical... You know, everyone, All the bodies displayed are from people who actually wanted that to be what happened to the body. However, mm-hmm. there's a number of copycat exhibitions... Um, oh. that tour around the world uh, forget the name of them right now but they have similar sort of names to body works and there's been a lot of information to suggest that a lot of these sort of bootleg versions take bodies of political prisoners from China
0: yeah that's right that's it yeah yeah yeah
1: so the official one like the OG is fine. Go and see it. I'd love to go and see it. I've not seen it yet, but oh, it's on like the bucket list one thing in for London.
0: me. Yeah, no, it's really 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 good. It's really good. I I um I think Felix came out a bit traumatized after that he saw the like smoker's lungs one. <laughs> he was. <hell. laughs> but you know what? It's been 5 years and he's still smoking, so that's on him.
1: <laughs> I mean like I'm not going to lie to you. I'm a I'm a morbid little bitch. I'd be fine.
0: Oh my god! Do you know what? I feel like you would. You, I can't believe you've not been to Body Worlds. You would love that shit. We should go. It's just,
1: it, yeah. We absolutely should. It's just never like the, the opportunity just never presented itself. But like, it's on my bucket list of things I want to go and see.
0: Okay, well, you're coming with me. <laughs> Let's do it. We're we're going. Um... Oh my
1: god, we could do like a whole Death Day. We could do like Body Worlds. We could do like a Jack the Ripper walking tour in the <gasps> Oh, evening. I really want
0: to do that. I actually really. They're want to really do that.
1: cool they really, oh, yeah. really cool. Okay,
0: no, I- I'm down, actually. Let's do a little...
1: Oh, my God. Yes, Freaky I'm so day. here for this.
0: Yeah, okay, cool. That sounds good. That's decided. So, anyway, <laughs> sorry. That's a date for me and <laughs> Um. Anyway, do
1: you want to give anyway, us your yes, fact for feeling...
0: Yes, I saw a atlacing. TikTok... I always steal these off TikToks. Like, I don't have to really say that anymore. You guys know. (laughs) These are not. But I mean, where else do you get knowledge from these days? Mm. Um, Google is so, like, 2010. Um, Women's football was actually huge in the 1920s. Um, Now, I am not a sports girly. You guys know. (laughs) Neither (laughs) of us are. Um, But I did find this very fascinating. Um, so yeah it was huge in the 1920s so when men went off to war um, women in munitions factories um, would play and it would attract like huge crowds like loads of people would come to see Um, and there was one I think one particular event where there was 53,000 people who came to watch them play and there was like 14,000 people who couldn't even fit in the door like were waiting outside it it was massive like it was a big deal Um, and then men came back from war and the FA wanted to expand um and just was like sorry um sorry not sorry women are banned from playing in arenas for the next 50 Ugh. years so that's what happened that's why it's been really hard to like re- revive women's football because technically they were the OGs um
1: it feels like it's like coming back though now like i remember yes. the last few like world cups or whatever i, I don't know the last i don't know either that's why i love laughing thingy majiggies those um like
0: the euros is that that's a thing isn't it
1: yeah that's like the world cup but just europe i think the
0: uncertainty in our faces right now really does. but happen. anyway
1: it feels like women women's football has been popping off lately and while i personally am not um going to watch because i find all football boring um yes i support equal opportunities to kick a ball around the field and that's what makes you know you You know exactly find your joy and i just hope that they're getting paid decently for it especially given how much coin
0: is thrown at
1: male football players
0: oh my god i know um yeah yeah it's the lionesses have really been popping off over the past few years so um get I, I did try to get into it for the, for the for the ladies but um nah. I just can not I just I I do not like football sorry but it's... go lionesses anyway yeah still a fan big up
1: the lionesses but I mean I'm supporting you in name yeah <laughs> <Not> in, <accent. laughs>
0: in name in heart you know <laughs> in presence you. not so much <laughs> not so much <laughs> with my eyes not really but <laughs> no
1: but our hearts are in the right place
0: they really are. Yeah. Which
1: I think we're gonna dive into stories about people whose hearts were maybe not in the, not right, in the place. right place.
0: Oh, you're so good at transitions.
1: Oh, nice. honestly, it my mind—it amazes me sometimes.
0: <laughs> okay, my
1: Banks' level intellect is just going through the roof.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, who wants to go first? So we we found a few each. Um, I've not seen we've we've skimmed read the ones that we even found, and we've not heard each other's so these will be some authentic reactions but where do you want to start do you want to go first
1: sure i've got one so this is all of mine are from am i the arsehole i don't think we set out specifically to do am i the arsehole but i think it's just the easiest one to go with am i the arsehole for begging my girlfriend to uphold a sexist tradition just so she can make a good first impression i have a big family that's incredibly close we have big family dinners every few months where we all meet at my great grandfather's estate and eat together. Typically, how this works is that the women go cook for the time that they're there and the men don't, which I'm fully aware is sexist as hell. That being said, I'm one of the youngest people in my family and my protests mean literally nothing. Some of those women choose not to cook. However, this is usually met with a level of ostracizing. The women who don't cook are Wives and long term girlfriends, so they kind of already have a good family relationship doctored in. When I've seen new partners not cook, it's gone bad like completely ostracized, not speaking, not speaking, pattiness, rudeness, etc. This dinner will be in two weeks, and my girlfriend was asked if she would attend. Initially, she said yes, which is great. I want her to meet everyone and for everyone to get used to her being around. When I explained to her the tradition, she was understandably bothered. I told her that I understood where she was coming from however it was best for everyone if she just played along I told her this isn't a permanent thing and that I am only asking her to do this so that she can avoid bad treatment from the rest of the family this is her first impression I don't think it's best we cause waves she told me that it's unacceptable and that if she has to do that she will not be going I've tried to find a compromise of her on this but she won't budge and she's pissed at me She told me that if I think it's acceptable to make her do this, then I'm just as bad as everyone else. Well, my point is that she needs to make a good impression first. So, am I the arsehole?
0: Um, yes. yes. (laughs) Like, first of all, as soon as you said, um, what was it, my uncle or grandfather's estate, I'm like, I already know that's not a council estate. (laughs) Let me first say (laughs) that. This family is a rich. Um, Second of all... It's
1: like, what in the salt burn is going on?
0: I love how they're, like, covering up this, like, extremely, like, sexist... Thing as a tradition a family tradition. i was just gonna say that it's
1: not a fucking tradition it's a double standard a tradition is like oh every christmas we watch elf or like no this is just you being stuck in the 1950s
0: do you remember that episode where we were like constantly plugging your articles well it's yes. my turn because babes i wrote an article about this um about christmas uh how patriarchal christmas is um you sure and- did we we briefly spoke about it, I think, during those episodes. But um, go read it because it really does like explain. Well, I use my experience as like an anecdote, but um, it's crazy how like backwards Christmas is, even for the like wokest of people. Yeah. And I think to that girl, good for her. Like, start as you mean to go on. You don't want to walk into exactly. a family and like be like, oh yeah, sure. no, like this. If that's not well, of course that's not what you're about because we're, we're like... modern people, but
1: op is like literally like five percent of the way there by saying i know that it's really sexist if you know that Isn't it's it? sexist why do you want your partner to be treated that way why do you want her to literally be singled out because of her gender and told that she has to labor while you sit on your ass with a finger up your fucking asshole? like what <laughs> is that and you know you could have been like okay they're gonna expect you to cook but you know what i'll cook with you if it's like oh everyone's gonna like shoot me down if i say anything well, don't say anything. Lead by example. You have a pair of hands. Assuming you have a pair of hands, use yeah. them.
0: He, it, I'm going to be honest. I don't fully trust the like... Is it OP? Is that is that the like, yeah. Reddit terminology? OP
1: okay, original I, poster.
0: Okay, I don't really... I don't go on Reddit that much. Anyway, I don't trust the OP because I feel like he's not actually trying. He's saying I've tried. I'm the youngest. They so don't listen to me. But I'm like, it doesn't yeah. sound like you're trying, to be No, honest. it doesn't. Like... And I, I don't like this. I'll oh, just appease my family. Like, the, the your girl is clearly uncomfortable with it as well. And that should be the first indication where you're like, okay, well, I can't make her do it. She's uncomfortable with it.
1: It shouldn't have even got to that point, in my opinion.
0: No, if well, you're yeah, no. willing
1: to, if you can sit there and say, I know that this is sexist. I mean, that's OP's words. You know, he has admitted this is sexist. So you don't need to be sat down and explained that this is sexist. You already know. But that's the thing that annoys me so much about when men try and do anything in terms of conversation about sexism or misogyny they'll acknowledge it but then they don't want to be the one that does anything because they're scared of how it makes them look to other men and in my opinion if you're not willing to put yourself out at least a little bit and stand up for me as a partner then i don't want you as a boyfriend and i Mm -hmm. hope i mean i don't know how long ago this was posted seven months ago.
0: Oh, literally not that long ago.
1: I hope that OP is now single.
0: Yeah, so do I. To be honest, I I think that that was a joke, joke of a post. Um, Do you want to know what I did this Christmas? Go on. So I, um, as I said with the article, I had a similar uh, like anecdote. Um, I mean, my family aren't anywhere near that bad, but then it definitely was uh, sort of, you know, the men got comfortable doing nothing um, and never. thought to analyze that shit um until you know in recent years i've been pushing more and more obviously that first year i wrote the article but this year i i do the christmas quiz every year and this year i was like and they won't let me not do it like i'm forever stuck you know my issue with this (laughs) i don't want to do this fucking quiz anymore Um, but anyway i said listen family in the group chat no quiz unless the men do stuff like I'm, it's not happening and I'm oh very God, yes
1: leveraging I, your power
0: I, I was I was like I realized I had a bit of power so I was like it's not happening unless you do something and I'm perfectly okay with ruining Christmas so don't even think that because they always think I'm too nice to and I'm like don't even think like that I will well I'll ruin yes. it and it do you know what it worked it good worked. for you, and, you But know they what, kept actually... pretending it wasn't my brother kept going like kept making remark like purposefully sexist remarks to be like Ugh, but whilst he was doing things, like I clearly got to him, but he was like dragging it's like, it.
1: It's you, like, you're trying, mate, but it's not going to work.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean,
1: it's not the same thing, but kind of on the whole weaponizing competence train, which I think like this mm. definitely is adjacent to, because it's the idea yeah. that, oh, well, women just know how to do things. Mm. <laughs> no one whisked us aside when we were like 13 and said, this is how you wash a teeth, this is how you do the laundry, this is how you wash a dish, this is how you make a sandwich. Google is just-
0: free, my guy. <laughs>
1: fuck you mean it's so simple my dad so this is like where i was going with this my dad had to ask my mother the other day how to open a can of tuna i was like are you for real you're you're in your fucking 40s you know how to open a can
0: i thought that was supposed to be a male thing anyway can opening and stuff well obviously not
1: the weaponizing competence runs deep she told me this on the phone this morning i was like that's so fucking stupid You know,
0: for me oh dear um have you seen that trend because it reminds me of it recently where like girlfriends um are putting ketchup on the kitchen counter and then they're asking their boyfriend to clean it and not a single man knows how to do it they just spread in ketchup around the surface oh. and then the ones that do know how to do it the girls are like oh my god like he's so good i'm so lucky and i'm like i'm sorry do you know how to clean it are we praising you like are we going to praise this man for doing the bare basic like the bare minimum yeah it's
1: like oh well done you know how to wipe (laughs) up a sauce from a counter honestly you know what where is the nobel prize
0: yeah i know like nobel prize to have awards for this shit
1: honestly because apparently basic domestic labor is fucking rocket science to men
0: clearly and anyway
1: (laughs) yeah op you are the arsehole Definitely. Um, the top comment actually here. So oh, this yeah. was just this, this. The consensus was this is the arsehole. Okay. Um, so the top comment here is you're the arsehole. And in air quotes, why won't my girlfriend abandon herself of self-respect so that she can establish herself as a subservient woman tool so that my sexist family won't mentally and verbally abuse her? She just doesn't get it. Spot on. Spot yeah, on. Spot
0: on. Yeah.
1: Like OP literally <laughs> just wants her to... Because even if at home it's like, oh, I'll like dry a dish every like two weeks. Because let's let's face it, that's probably the dynamic.
0: Probably. I mean, I do, I, I think the only thing I can say in defense of OP, and it's not really a defense. It's just like, I do understand how difficult it is when you have like traditional family and how hard it is to make them see your way of thinking. And I only say that as the youngest, like I'm const- hmm. constantly ignored. Um, <laughs> I'm like... You know when um uh sorry when you know when I uh like that's me trying to get a word in like I can't mm. so I get that but I just don't think OP tried in this case so it's not really a, def- no. One, like, it's not really a defense
1: no but also like if you've tried and it's come to nothing that doesn't then default to okay well she's just gonna do it no to no to me of course it not. would default no. default to okay we're not gonna go then
0: yeah exactly exactly like, that's f- that's a like fuck choose moment like Mm
1: -hmm. that's the thing that you choose you choose how you proceed in a situation like that and you choose to either respect your partner or respect misogyny and patriarchy and op made the choice
0: exactly and you know what would suck i would love to know what happened because if that girl did decide to come and the and the boyfriend was like okay well you don't have to do anything like i i as a woman would see other women like slaving away and i'd be like well i've got to help i find it weird that men don't have that same thing like they're seeing effort and and like you know mental energy being put into something and they don't think oh let me go and help because as a woman i'd be like yeah i need i need to go help like why don't they have the same they're they're just gonna sit there like if he invited a mate they'd just sit there but i'm sure the girlfriend would be like i can't just sit here with you like i need to go and help them like i feel the need to anyway
1: okay so I'm looking on OP's profile. I feel like I've definitely missed um like something here because um, so someone commented, You're the arsehole. I hope her family has a similar tradition and makes you do the cooking. And he responds, She made me go on a hunting trip with her father and brothers because she thought it would be bonding, even though I really didn't want to and think needlessly killing animals for sport is barbaric. I was willing to put up with that because I knew it would help me integrate into her family and then someone responds if you didn't go would the men of her family ostracize you for life and then op responds to that they spent the whole time calling me a pussy for not wanting to shoot anything so most likely yes okay so both of your families are a bit problematic but yeah I mean, this two sounds wrongs like some deep right. south shit
0: to be honest
1: <laughs> it really does but like two wrongs definitely don't make a right and you could have also simply said no to that and established a boundary that's the mm-hmm. thing here. Did she make you go or did she suggest that you need to go? I'm not going to like read too much into that because obviously OP is a human too, men are people too, and no that's a very controversial <laughs> statement. But um you know for all for all we know um they are being truthful about that. But I st- I feel like well yeah like two wrongs don't make a right.
0: Yeah no I, I totally agree with you. So Speaking... I also
1: would not want to go on a hunting trip.
0: Yeah god no. Speaking of boundaries though, my one definitely Ooh, in. talks about that and it's it's totally different i know we love to like man hate a little bit in a jokey way people's in a jokey way ellie's um, joking <laughs> stop it <laughs> that face does that was not seriously said <laughs> at all. but this one is uh involves all women and it, it i don't know why it immediately makes it harder okay <clears throat> Would I be the asshole if I excluded another woman from our informal women's group? I need some perspective on this. I'm 30s, I'm 30s, <laughs> female, along with a group of six women started meeting about two times a month to talk about our careers, politics and feminism. While we began to discuss our careers, we've also become friends who debate whether or not we could have it all and how to balance ambition and family. A while back, our friend brought an acquaintance, Mandy, to join, and if I'm honest, I became very annoyed by her. Mandy works at at a dysfunctional job, supports her deadbeat boyfriend who treats her like a piggy bank, and seems to always be taken advantage of by her family, co-workers, and friends. Despite our constant encouragement, coaching, and job recommendations, Mandy can't seem to set boundaries and advocate for herself or take our suggestion of therapy seriously. When one of us moderates the discussion to move on, Mandy will get teary-eyed, baby-voiced voice, baby voiced, and apologise for being a burden. It became a Herculean effort for me to not snap at her when she did that. A month ago, I sent out a group email saying I can't make the group anymore due to time constraints and that I wish everyone the best. I'm the first woman to decide to leave the group. One friend, Kate, reached out and in private, I told her that it got to a point where I dread going and having to hear Mandy talk about how depressed she is and how nothing in her life is going well. Kate listened to me and confided that she also felt like she lacked compassion and was a bad feminist for not being able to hold space for Mandy. We made plans to hang out, and when we did, Kate showed up with everyone from the women's group, except for Mandy. We've been meeting again, and to my understanding, everyone just white-lied about obligations to Mandy. Yesterday, I received a group email from Mandy, talking about how upset she was that the group disbanded her, and how she felt like she lost her only support system am I the arsehole for excluding an- another Mandy? It says, <laughs> am I the arsehole for excluding another woman from our informal women's group?
1: Oh, that's, that is that is kind of hard.
0: It is, isn't it? But when um... I think about it, when I really think about it, I think that Mandy, in this instance, is using this group as a sort of therapy, and I, I think that's crossing a boundary. And I think that sh- they've tried to hold space for her but i think at some point you know
1: there's i think like something that i said when i was kind of a bit of a mandy myself and got out of that sort of cycle of things is sometimes you just need to fuck up on your own and find out
0: yeah uh, yeah i agree with that i've been there too
1: yeah and like i have a lot of compassion for her like i get Mm -hmm. like it's difficult um I don't wanna say that OP is the arsehole. I don't think she is. I don't think there's actually any arseholes here. No. Because I can sympathize with both perspectives. I can sympathize that OP went into this thinking it's like, no, she'll be with all like minded women and it's gonna be really uplifting and positive as an experience. Mm-hmm. And she's gonna be able to, you know. Cause I think as women and femme presenting people, we need space of community even when we're not in like a dire situation ourselves and we're all like no life is good and life is fine we still need that sense of community so that we can talk about the things that we go through with each other I think that's one of the reasons why like I love doing the podcast so much is for that reason yeah exactly Um, but at the same time you don't owe other people your emotional energy
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's what I'm getting at And I think that this is clearly a bit of a therapy session for Mandy And I think the OP is within her rights To sort of go back to the Try and get back to the original purpose of the group And to be honest, she didn't even disband Mandy She disbanded herself And then it just, yeah. everybody else sort of piled on So
1: Which, it's it is, it's difficult Because I, I, like I said, I sympathise with Mandy
0: Yes, so do I
1: I hope that she's in a better place now from whenever this was written.
0: So do I. I
1: I don't think that OP is the arsehole and I also don't think that Mandy's the arsehole. I think that she's probably... This group is probably the only time she feels that she can actually truly be herself.
0: Yeah, and and I think that's what makes it difficult. Yeah, Yeah. because I I do... I empathise with Mandy and I think when you... Having been a, a massive like oversharer myself
1: <laughs> um, <They're all> same.
0: <laughs> I kind of get and uh, actually probably feel, Mandy probably feels quite embarrassed um because I think it's one of those things as well where you do sort of have to have a bit of a maybe the group could have had slightly better communication in terms of like we can talk about this afterwards if you feel like you need to talk to somebody like we can give you suggestions of people to talk to let's like get back to the Thing, I'm sure there are ways of of there are probably better ways of going about it. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't really think, she, I don't think Op is the arsehole especially because she disbanded herself first. Yeah, like... she
1: removed herself from a situation that was emotionally draining for her. And yeah. sometimes in life, setting that boundary for yourself is the best thing that you can do. Like, you know, she didn't mm-hmm. leave and say that. You no, know, she didn't leave on a negative note with Mandy. Say like anything hurtful to her she just was like it's too much for me i don't need to be a part of this especially because mandy isn't like her friend outside of this group
0: it's like her friend's acquaintance so yeah
1: so it's i yeah no arseholes here for me i no, i hope that everyone comes out of this better obviously um yeah it's a tough situation but i i don't think op was the arsehole for doing that um mm. shitty that mandy found out
0: yeah, and uh, do you know what? I actually think that OP did the the correct thing. Um, yeah, because having I agree. been around people who are, who are very like emotionally draining for myself, thinking of somebody actually we both know who is no longer.
1: Yes, I know exactly <laughs> who you're talking about.
0: <laughs> like it can, you have to be in the right like headspace, and sometimes you don't really know. Who, you don't when when somebody is maybe an oversharer or somebody is going through stuff you actually don't know how much yeah you can actually depend on what they're well, saying
1: the person that we're both talking about as well not to go too deep into it because obviously it's like personal business yeah no. Obviously. but we also both didn't know this person amazingly well mm-hmm. and so it was it wasn't easy for me to give my emotional labor to somebody that i didn't even i considered more of a friendly acquaintance a lot of the time than an mm-hmm. actual friend yeah yes um, yeah Same. Here. And, Outside of that situation, I've cut other friends, former friends out of my life because I found them to be draining energy vampires. And I found that sometimes, and I'm not saying this is Mandy, but sometimes those relationships can be very, like, they flow in one direction. Mm-hmm, where it's like mm-hmm. that person's offloading all of their stuff onto you and you don't mm-hmm. get any of that back. And there's times I've got friends who are going through difficult situations now who've, you know, or have been through difficult situations in the past where that has been sort of the unilateral flow, like they're dumping onto me. But with the understanding that when I was going through bad times, either before or after that, it would be returned. Yes. But you don't know that with someone who's like an acquaintance. You're not built up that trusting relationship to do that.
0: Exactly. And if friendships are relationships, you know, you do have to, you have to have give and take rather than like, Piling on, like, and I. Do yeah, you know what? absolutely. The more you describe these scenarios, I'm like, oh shit, I've been in these situations. So, in fact, almost every friendship I've ever had has been like so one sided like this. And I don't know about you. if oh I, my, I think just maybe. Me out? May... No, no. <laughs> bad timing of sentences. <laughs> that was a bad sentence structure. No, I mean full stop, next sentence. I don't know about you but when I go to like parties or, or whatever or like if I'm in like the smoking area, like in the past, in clubs, people just come up to me and start telling me their problems. Like I'm oh like, it's God. like I've All got a flag
1: that's
0: like uh, like resident therapist you know what, here. You know what it
1: is? For me, I think because I'm like very confident, I think people don't I think a lot of time people assume that I just like live in a happy cloud and I've got all this like, like Mother Nature energy to give to people. It's like, no, sometimes I'm depressed as fuck. Leave me alone.
0: no for real I think with me I think I I give off a sort of
1: it's because you've got nice eyes like you've got like Aww. friendly eyes <laughs> That's
0: it. I do think that I've I've been told that I I give off like friendly vibes so I think people feel like they can offload yeah. onto me and I would never ever be like fuck off so I'll just keep asking questions and be like oh so how does that make you feel and That's I do the end up in us, yeah that is it I I just ask good questions I think and I I listen so but I don't want it. Like, fuck <laughs> That's <all.
1: laughs> the thing. It's like you said the amount of times I'm on a night out and it's like some random person I'm never going to see again. I've been sat <laughs> with them in the smoking area for like two hours. And I'm like, how did I get here?
0: <laughs> really? Like how did like, I even end up here? Do you know what's worse is when they're, they're, you're not drunk enough for it and they're really drunk uh. and then throw in an extra, maybe I'm getting way too specific on a like, type of... um an event that happened to me but um if they're a compulsive liar or like they just chat shit and they're drunk i'm like why are you wasting my energy with this (laughs) shit like i i've got i've let a compulsive liar talk at me for an hour before and they were smashed and i was like every single thing coming out of your mouth is a clear lie like what am i doing i need to leave i had to i was with felix i had to be like please give me i can't i can't say it like Oh, oh like worse. yeah it's
1: happened to me too many times but um just circling <laughs> back to the story op you're not the arsehole and to summarize please don't see me in ellie as three free therapy
0: <laughs> please don't um but also
1: right into the podcast
0: <laughs> with all your problems <laughs> we'll help
1: <laughs> right i'm gonna dive into my next one
0: okay i'm looking forward to it
1: okay so Am I the arsehole for not taking my girlfriend's side over a sexist tradition at a restaurant?
0: Huh, okay, restaurant, interesting.
1: I, male 26, am a second generation French immigrant to the United States. I speak French and most of my family lives in France, so I try to make a trip back to France once or twice a year. I've been dating an American girl, female 24, for two years now. My girlfriend does not speak French at all. The actual events in question happened this winter. I usually go to France around Christmas time. The most recent Christmas, my girlfriend wanted to come with me. I would too. Um, (laughs) I said, sure, she's never been to France before and we'd we'd been dating for almost two years, so it seemed reasonable. My family comes from the Southwest, but I also have family in Paris, so we stopped in Paris first. My girlfriend wanted to eat at a fancy French restaurant while we were there, something with Michelin stars. Expensive, but not really a problem since I make pretty good money. We had made a reservation for a good restaurant, but not the best, not the best, but still good we had to make it months in advance because it's a restaurant that's high in demand as a very upscale restaurant there was also a dress code and things like that we showed up and everything was fine at first they took our coats we sat down the restaurant was beautiful etc the waiter then gave us our menu i had to do all the communication as my girlfriend doesn't speak french i was showing my girlfriend something on my menu and she noticed that mine had prices and hers didn't I had completely forgotten about this tradition because it's just not common at all in the United States. She asked me why mine had prices but not hers. I explained to her that it was just a tradition in many upscale French restaurants. She called it sexist and said it was ridiculous. I told her that it's just the way it is in these kinds of places and we shouldn't have come here if she was upset by this. She wanted me to ask for the menu prices for her. I refused because we already had the prices and I didn't want to make a scene. She demanded that I confront a waiter about it or she would walk out. I called a bluff and she ended up staying. But she didn't talk to me for the whole meal, which was delicious, by the way. We've been back home for several months, but she keeps bringing it up. I'm honestly considering ending the relationship of this because she will not stop talking about it. She keeps accusing me of being sexist, in brackets, I'm not, and has been ah. making ridiculous comparisons. So, I'm at the arsehole.
0: Yes, it started off like, well, maybe not. But then when he was like, I'm going to break up with her. What the fuck yeah. are you talking about? Yes, you're an arsehole for that. And that is a sexist tradition. It is, absolutely. And I will say, like,
1: if I was OP's girlfriend in that situation, I'd be like, okay, that's pretty shit. Like, I don't like that.
0: You'd be like, but... go ahead, baby, you pay. But yeah, that's <laughs> the real the reality. I'd be like,
1: the quote, um, "Little Kim, why spend mine when I can spend yours? <laughs> but yeah, no, OP, you are the asshole. I'm sorry, but you are, babes.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean... Things were fine, I think, up until a certain point. There, like, if he Mm. didn't know or forgot, that's fine. Um, just get her the menu. I think that's where it all went wrong. Like, why? Or just share the the one menu. Yeah, why do you give a fuck? I think, um, I think she's well within her right to be slightly, you know, to be a bit offended by that, and to be be like, fuck this. Yeah, I'm, I'm, because especially if you, It, it does. One thing that I think men maybe don't understand is that it really puts women in a very uncomfortable situation like obviously they were together but a lot of men feel like you we spoke about this in the podcast with when when robin came on right where um men feel like once they pay for your meal or some men some instances that you then owe them something and if it's a a day or first day in a lot of instances the thing you owe them is sex right so it, it it can put women in a really uncomfortable situation. So to not even have the option to pay is really fucked up. And I didn't even know that was a thing, to be honest. We should yeah. be right about that.
1: I think as well, just to like further it, mm-hmm. is beyond... Because obviously they're in relationships. So like, you know, assume like sex is on the table, whatever. They might... Yeah, I don't know how the finances work. OP didn't say that. Mm. But... Just the act of, oh, he has the prices. He's the one that's assumed to be paying. In a relationship, that makes you feel tiny. Yes.
0: It makes you feel
1: absolutely tiny. And the thing is, the way that he should have handled that situation is like, look, I'm really sorry about this. This is just the way things are here. It doesn't mean it's okay, but also I'm Mm. just one person visiting this country, even though I've got heritage from here. I Mm. I don't live here, you know. It's not like, it is what Mm. it is, right? Mm. But the fact that and because he says she keeps bringing it up, like she's bringing it up because you made it into an argument.
0: Yes, and I reckon that she's not the reason she keeps bringing it up is because she's not getting the validation she wants to hear. I reckon it's kind of like a test for her. Like if he yeah, exactly. isn't agreeing, then she's going to be like, "You don't you think that's don't you think that's sexist?" So you don't. I'm finding it weird that you don't find that. You know, that's probably how it keeps getting yeah, like brought because up.
1: It doesn't take a genius to see that that's not ideal. I mean, yeah. like, what happens if it's i don't know like a queer couple in the restaurant exactly like what, what happens do they do then, then? yeah um like if it was a lesbian couple what happens then or oh, like
0: look into these french restaurants i didn't even know that was a thing
1: yeah i mean i'm trying to think now um i've not been to france for quite some time um i mean he's he does kind of specify that it's like it's like very high-end restaurants like michelin star restaurants mm-hmm. so i suppose maybe because the, the kind of con the catering for like a rich sort of more conservative bougie crowd maybe mm-hmm. but that still doesn't make it okay no. um but it's not the um i don't think it's the situation itself as sexist as it is it's the fact that he made an argument out of it mm-hmm. he wouldn't he wouldn't just ask for the thing i mean like honestly bro you speak french you could have said can we have two menus of prices and that <laughs> yeah, would how
0: hard. hard is that like come yeah. on like if your girl is like annoyed at something just just do it. How hard is it to be like? Sorry, can we just have? Can she have the one with the prices? Like, takes five seconds. It's not an issue. Why did he make that such a big deal? And now he's probably gaslighting her into you know
1: yeah.
0: making her think that she's made a big deal out of it. So I wonder
1: if bad. he like sees it as like a slight on being French as well. Maybe he's uh, like well, this is they... false.
0: <laughs> ribbit. No, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a xenophobia for me there. Um. Maybe because the French are quite precious, especially with their like, yeah, uh, like, their and yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, there's a, actually, you make a very valid point. He might just be a bit pissed.
1: You know, you just said, like, Ribbit, I actually <laughs> ate frog's legs in France and Did they you? were very delicious. They were really good.
0: Really? Oh, I don't know if I could bring myself to.
1: It just tastes like chicken.
0: You know, I grew up as a bit of a like fussy kid and I'm not anymore, but I feel like some of it still lives inside me. So, that, that kind of. I don't know. I'll don't just know whack a, a
1: frog leg in your mouth one day.
0: <laughs> oh my god, drama! No, don't. That reminds <laughs> me of when my dad tried to stuff a tomato in my mouth. Oh, didn't like tomatoes. I don't know. It's okay. He I liked- didn't like
1: tomatoes as a kid either.
0: Yeah, well, they're fine now. I don't mind them now. But as a I kid, I love them he- now. But he was like stuffing it in my. He was literally trying to put it in my mouth. <laughs> But the, the karma really like presented itself that day and was like, "Hey, Vestie, I got your back." Because a, a, literally seconds after he did that, he fell over outside, which was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is the one that I've just sort of skimmed, so I have no idea <laughs> what this is going to be like. Am I the asshole for quizzing my husband on his knowledge of feminism and sexism? <laughs> so <No>. <laughs> <laughs> the end. <laughs> case closed <laughs> okay so i've only read that bit so we'll see where this goes okay um so my husband is unfortunately kind of sexist all right god <laughs> i don't even want to read this why are we? hold even... up
1: so this is why husband, are we doing not boyfriend this?
0: yeah why are we doing this oh like, why... babe's divorce divorce what you can't open it it's like that it's a beautiful expect... thing fuck okay i'm just gonna power okay
1: you. right
0: yeah <laughs> sorry we're triggered. Um, Not like completely in your face, women are less than men sexist, but still a sexist. Okay. He believes in a lot of gender role bullshit and can occasionally make shitty sexist jokes that he says are just jokes. Surprisingly, because he is only 26 and grew up on a much more left area of the US. Okay. Surprisingly, because... Um, I knew he was like this, but I thought he was just being immature and having bad tastes and jokes and would grow out of it. And because I loved him for everything else, <laughs> I'm raising my Why? eye right now. <laughs> well, we have, oh, we have twin six-year-olds, oh, so, uh, twin sake. six-year-old daughters and a four-year-old boy, and he is still the same way. I decided that I'd have to do something about this. Um, that would fix my husband's stupid views. So I told my husband that I'll be giving him a bunch of material on feminism, sexism, gender roles, and that I'd be quizzing him on the material. If he doesn't pass, and trust me, it isn't difficult material. Um, only way for him to fail would be for him to actually not read the stuff, that was in brackets, or refuses to partake. Um, I told them that we'd have serious problems. We got through one test and he barely passed, Sigh. He asked me how many more of these we will do and I told him until I felt comfortable in his knowledge and saw an improvement in his words and actions. He threw a bit of a tantrum here. You've got to be kidding me. You're giving me quizzes over here like I'm a fucking child. I'm not sexist. Well, I tell him his actions say differently and remind him of the consequences. He huffs and puffs and says, this is all so stupid before getting up. I obviously didn't like his, reac- uh, his reaction to this. It's safe to say he didn't get it's safe to say he didn't get any that night or the following morning. Oh my god. How is that like standard? Sorry. Oh my god. <laughs> um I told him his next test would be in two days and he rolled his eyes. Am I the arsehole for testing my husband on his knowledge of sexism and feminism? I'm sorry, that first of all, that's hilarious. <laughs> for so many different reasons. <laughs> that
1: is chaotic.
0: That is chaos. I'm so, that was the like last minute one I found. I'm so glad I chose that one to read. Okay, wait, I need to just like ground myself. What's going on?
1: Right. I, okay, I'm going to dive in. First you of all, go. no, you are not the arsehole. Like, no, absolutely. Not, not at not. all. Not even remotely. Um, I will say, bestie, just cut your losses. You yeah. know, it's like, I, I mean, like, you know what's so fucking annoying, right? This is me going to be, uh, Everyone like lean in for a minute This is like my America forever moment
0: Okay shh, everybody I'm speaking
1: It is such bullshit Absolute bullshit that We literally, because I was thinking in my head Oh maybe like You know, maybe we're expecting Too much for men to respect that we have basic Rights, because I was going to say No you're not, because you're creating a solution to a problem That you've identified And I was like I was about to praise Opie, like, wow, you really like, you know, being proactive, trying to forge the relationship that you want. But the thing is, she's already married to this guy and has three children by him. And I'm not criticizing her for that, because let's face it, we are taught to accept the bare minimum. Oh, yeah. That's the theme for all of this so far, I think, actually, on this podcast. The bare minimum, and we no longer should accept it. The guy in France, the bare minimum to be, can I have a menu with prices? The guy in my first story, the bare mm. minimum is say something, fucking stand up for yourself, mm. for your partner, even. And in your second story, it's like, again, the bare minimum was mm. not met. And the fact that he's so unwilling to even engage in this conversation, it's like, no, this is how your wife, your life partner, who you have children with, navigates the world.
0: Yeah. yeah. And
1: you cannot even take a moment of your time to read and try to understand her experiences. And you know what? It shouldn't have even got to this point. It should not have even got to this point. If you are in a relationship with a woman, you should accept that she's a human being and acknowledge that she has experiences that are different to yours. And if a man can't do that, that's not a man to me. That's a bitch.
0: Mike, drop, bitch. No, that was exactly, exactly that. Do you know what it shows to me? I think this is classic, I can change him behavior. And I think women or just, you know, People in general, but specifically women and like femme presenting people because feminine feminine people are obviously seen as weaker. We just yeah. need to set higher standards for ourselves. Like we are taught that if a man likes us, a boy likes us, like as a kid, then like we're so lucky, but it really should be the other way around. Like we really need to set higher standards. I do think that we are collectively as a society, but we really, really got to start doing it quicker because you this know what the is the no What?
1: You would not buy an underripe fruit at the supermarket, right? No. Stop looking at men as I can change him. I can fix him. He's not the final product. No, baby. You only go out with someone who is the final product, who has all the things that you want, because you do not need the emotional job, the emotional labor of trying to make that man Mm. into what you need him to be. If he is who he is right now, assume he's going to be that way forever people do grow and change of course they do we're not static but that man should be at the time of you meeting him he should have qualities that are acceptable and desirable and that's not just a physical thing as i think so many men would see that for women as like oh well she has like the right physical attributes for me because i think that's what a lot of men honestly do perceive women as is just a collection of body parts Mm -hmm. but you know what I understand there's some things like, okay, maybe he's not at the apex of his career right now, but he's on his way. That's mm-hmm. the kind of thing I'm like, yes, that's right, because he has the right qualities. He has ambition. But if he's sexist, no. If he's homophobic, no. If he's got bigoted views and outdated opinions about the world, you are not going to change that. Those are ingrained in him. Those are his core beliefs.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Do exactly not that. go
1: there. And if he starts showing that behavior, if he gets red-pilled, babes, divorce... It's not easy, but it'll be the best thing you ever do. Walk out of that divorce office like Nicole Kidman did when she divorced Tom Cruise. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, look it up.
0: <laughs> Excellent reference.
1: Sorry, I got um, really heated though.
0: No, no, as you should though. This is, this is We see this time and time again. It, this is so common in relationships. And then the women, they feel very trapped because of the kids. And, you know, especially if she's like a stay-at-home wife with no yeah, that's like, the whole finance to this, fall back it? on. I have a family um friend um or you know someone in my family's friend um who has been miserable with her husband for years and years and years they're in their 50s and they've been and she's been miserable for years he's cheated several times there was even a whole catfish thing where she made an account and it and then it was literally like catfish like they met and he thought he was me yeah, yeah, yeah it was it was crazy but um she's she can't she cannot leave she needs the money like there's no way she could she's she's explained it and i do get it so i i kind of get that and i i have to hand it to um op in this instance for coming up with like trying to come up with a creative solution being like listen no I, i do respect it like here is the material literally here is your like course course study material and if you fail then fuck off. Like, we- that's it for us. And I do like that. That's a really good ultimatum to give. And I hope that she's... Honestly, yeah, she didn't update, but I really hope that she stuck by the ultimatum and was like, well, you're out then. That's it.
1: Yeah, respect that I'm a human being or mm. enjoy the streets.
0: Yeah, but that dude, I'm sorry to to OP, but your husband sounds like a fucking idiot. Like He, he sounds, sounds like a like horrible human a- being.
1: He sounds like he does not wash his ass.
0: Yes, he he sounds like he's exactly exactly. He sounds like the the worst type of man. He sounds like he probably, he probably smells like
1: bacon bits and envelope adhesive. Like
0: my <laughs> like envelope adhesive. You
1: know, just that like it it just works just it just is how i imagine it i just know that that man has like one polo <laughs> shirt that he wears every saturday and does not wash unless you Ugh. put it in the washing machine Ugh. and the pit stains are real and i just know that those twin girls as well they are going to have such a shit relationship with their father if he does not change his ways because he's going to yeah. see them as property for a start because yeah. if he's that misogynistic misogynistic fathers are the worst because they perceive their daughters as property
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what else as well that I, we didn't really touch on with this situation is how, like, much she had to mother him in this whole scenario? Yeah, and that's way so he, true. Way I was thinking was, that. Yeah, the way she was like, oh, he, like, huff and puffed." She literally used the phrase, he threw a tantrum. Yeah. Like, you're mothering so true, your husband. Actually. This is not okay. This like, is yeah, your fourth you, child. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. They need that. I have really hope that they divorced and that she's doing well because...
1: And... You know what? On a positive side, I hope that he. In, I don't think this happened. I hope that he started taking it seriously and started learning and all of that. But I don't think well, he we did. We can
0: hope. Yeah, we can. We Is can there hope. a
1: consensus on the posts, like an arsehole or not the arsehole?
0: Um... There's usually like a
1: little like blue or red box near the top that says,
0: Yeah, arsehole. <laughs> Obviously.
1: Oh, they said she's the arsehole?
0: No, 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 no. Sorry. He's the arsehole.
1: Okay, cool. I was gonna be like, oh no, not today, Reddit. Let me just like let let me be a keyboard warrior for a second.
0: No, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. It's definitely he's the author. Yeah, no, don't worry. People are pissed. Oh, actually, no, there's a few people oh shit, I'm about to I'm about to start fighting people online. So there are these like men saying like that she's being beyond controlling and a terrible partner.
1: That is not controlling. She's saying, look, see me as a human being, here's a fucking Wikipedia page on how to do it. That's not controlling. That's (laughs) just asking for basic respect.
0: This man said, if he is truest sexist, why stay married to him? (laughs) I mean, he does make a complaint.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. Sometimes, though, you'll find, like, conservatives and whatever, they'll make, they'll be so uneducated on their own points and their own side that they're not making points on the other side you see all the time like Trump, like supporter videos it's so stupid
0: oh my god babes actually i think i'm wrong i think that arsehole is for her i'm now reading more comments and i'm like i think the consensus like there are people here though he may be ignorant he is still a human being your means of educating him are disrespectful infantilizing and do not speak to the love you profess to have for him fuck right off who are these people yeah i got fucked oh my god
1: Send me oh, the link oh. to the post so I can see it's on.
0: It's on. The, it's on um, the... Oh, on the doc, yeah. Yeah, it's I'll the find last it now. <laughs> Jesus Christ, what's wrong with people?
1: Okay, so it's just loaded now. Oh yeah, she's de- designated as the arsehole. What the fuck? What the
0: fuck? Okay, we are now calling all of our listeners. Okay,
1: find this post. We need to, to um... keyboard warrior.
0: I'm gonna link it, or when 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 you upload it, link the damn post. We need all of you to change the verdict on this. This is un- This is a disgrace from the court of Reddit. This is disgusting.
1: Ooh, behavior. Actually, oh, actually, she what? makes a really good point here. Like, OP. So someone said, you're the asshole. Yeah, he may be a human being. Yada, yada, yada. I think that's a comment you read, actually. Um, despite your conflicting beliefs, is he good for you? If he's sexist, then he is not good to her. That is Obviously. so fucking basic. And yeah. then she says yes but that's not enough we have daughters now it's time to stop being so casually sexist i completely agree and the thing is obviously we're only getting a reddit post here we don't know how frequent this is and how often this casual sexism happens but Mm. in a household where you've got two children two daughters and honestly the son as well because you know this i'm sure if he's sexist he probably also really buys into toxic masculinity because that's what those two go hand in hand Mm. um those children need a male role model in their life that respects them as individuals and respects women as a whole. Yes, and yes. if those two daughters grow up hearing their dad say, you know, casually call women on TV a slot, just mm. as an example, mm-hmm. or talking about how there's good women and bad women, because that's something that comes in sexist dialogue all the time. Those girls are going to grow up feeling like they have inherent guilt attached to them because they're women. Yes. And I think OP recognised that. She might have not put that directly into words, but she obviously recognised that that is a major problem. And that those girls, but also the young boy as well, they deserve to be in a household where gender is talked about in a productive way.
0: Yes. You know what? I feel like this woman, she's got some fight in her. And I feel like she's like, she's sort of almost there. Do you know what I mean? She's onto something. She's noticed a problem. She's trying to do something about it. She's being... You know, so often I, I see women who've been so deeply conditioned to be so like submissive and so oh, yeah, absolutely. that they don't even get to this point. So this was three years ago. I really hope that she she kept going on this sort of like journey and and was able to sort of see the light and be like, actually, no, fuck this. This is bad for our kids. Mm. This is bad for me. And that's I it. I hope like... she's being
1: pale child support right now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I hope it's making him broke.
1: So, we're going to move on to our last one now, guys. Ellie found this one, but I'm going to read it. So, the title is, I'm I the asshole for being a petty feminist bitch and refusing to take my husband's last name. I, female 26, and my fiancé Jake, male 27, have been together for five years. We met in college while he was doing an exchange to my country of Belgium. He's from America. He loved it here, so he decided to stay, and we're really happy here. I've met his family a few times when we went to visit them, and they've never been to Belgium, which is important for later. Side note, I love Belgium. It's a beautiful country. I've never been now there. here, oh, it's, it's gorgeous. Really beautiful. Nice people as well. Huh. Um, Now here in Belgium, women do not take their husband's last names. It's the law. All documents will be in my maiden name after our wedding. I think it's possible to do all kinds of administrative stuff to change my name, but I don't want to. All women around me have the maiden name. and My fiance agrees that I should keep my name. On to the main issue. Three days ago, we were doing a Zoom call with his family and the topic of the name came up. And they were very surprised that I was not taking his name. I explained very calmly that it is a law here and that I had the perfect example of my mum who had a business in her maiden name and only used my father's name when dealing with our school or things like that. And I wanted to take the same approach as her. Well, all hell broke loose. His mum started screaming at me, saying that it is not because I come from a country of peasants that I should punish (gasps) my fiancé. That he was so far away from them because of me and so on. Jake defended me and I tried to calm... And I tried to calm her down, me mean the mother-in-law. Mm-hmm. But she turned to her hus- husband while crying, saying that they never came to my country because they know that it is not nearly as good as the US. And that I just proved it. And father-in-law said that I was a petty feminist bitch. And he didn't want to listen to such nonsense. They left the call and my fiancee confronted- comforted me. Because I was honestly very shocked by the reaction and the insults. It's still going on, there's still more. I thought that was over but they've been sending hateful messages over the past few days. They even got the rest of their family to do it as well and even my parents said that I should try to keep the peace and offer to check into the administrative procedures to change my name but I really don't want to. My fiance is conflicted. He grew up in a town where it was very uncommon for a woman to not take her husband's name and he agrees that it would keep the peace with his family but he does not want me to he does not want to force me to and says it's my decision. I'm out of the arsehole here. So there's um a lengthy update. Wait, wait. As let's well. talk.
0: Let's. We should talk about that first. Yeah. Let's and dive then, into and this then first. Into, and then get into the update. Yeah. Oh, I'm gagged. <laughs> like,
1: gooped, gagged.
0: Gooped, gagged. The ghoul, the gumption. I, I honestly, like I was like, I thought that the problem was going to be with the fiance, but he actually seems quite nice. Like he seems. Yeah. Stressed about his family, obviously. They're freaking out. But, like, he's ob- obviously not planning on forcing her to do anything. Or, you know, he's fine. But the family, though. What the <laughs> fuck? Americans, sorry. Oh, but Not sorry.
1: <laughs> we took on the French. We're taking on
0: the Americans. <laughs> he's na- no, oh, seriously, We the Belgians. So there you go. We have opinions. Listen. <laughs> um... No, when I came like,
1: for the country actually I was like oh hold up like so you just you're just racist then
0: Yeah no this is what I mean though when I said oh Americans this this like l- like deep,
1: America is the patriotic, best
0: Patriotic yeah. yeah Oh it drives me insane No it's fucking not look around you It's you're it in cringes sh- me shit Like your country is the biggest social experiment I'm sorry to break it to you but it's a piece of shit okay <laughs> Yeah and this, it, this behavior is illogical, and I, I hate it. This and the woman, I'm sorry, with the like hysterical crying, get Girl, over get a yourself. Also, I didn't know that in Belgium that they like they don't. They, that's a thing. I they didn't just don't know take... that either. Go there Belgium.
1: are a lot of countries that have like different naming traditions. Like in um in Spanish countries, you're born with both parents' names.
0: Right, 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 right.
1: So like Shakira's last name is Mubarak Rupaul. Mubarak's her dad's name. Rupaul's her mum's surname
0: that's why um, their names just keep getting longer and longer
1: <laughs> I, f- I forget how I, I believe when you have children the patrilineal name on your mum's side is what's passed down so shakira's right. children would be pk Mabarak, i think
0: right right right
1: um because obviously pk that redacted man also drink i mentioned shakira um <laughs> oh, yeah drink <laughs> i think that's how it goes but that's the thing that like, you've got to accept your son has fallen in love with a woman from another country fallen in love with that country as well it seems and that's how they do things uh like honestly why do you even care like why do you care that she's not taking your name she's not your kid it's not like he's exactly. giving up his family name that's what your, i was gonna say it's grandkids not your grandkids will likely still have his name exactly. like calm the fuck down it's not that deep
0: It's literally, honestly, it's none of their business. They're adults. They really should not have an opinion on it. Um, And if they do, they should keep it to themselves. Like they're adults. And also whether it had anything to do with the country or not, the girl doesn't want to do it. And that's yeah, yeah, you've got to respect that decision.
1: As. It's, it's I know people who yeah, it's so it's patriotic. so like, archaic and... I
0: know, and it's like you join our family, like fuck where you come from, you you're now part of our legacy. So you abandon everything you know and come and join our like very American oh, <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> Come along
1: for hey. our American family.
0: I hate I hate it, don't you trigger me? Honestly, I'm triggered. Like...
1: Not me suddenly feeling very patriotic to be Belgian, even though I'm not from Belgium.
0: <laughs> I know. I'm like, I'm so glad.
1: Up the sprouts. But <laughs> yeah, and it's I, I do love that. OP's fiance is like being very supportive and like he does acknowledge that yes, it would probably keep the peace, but he doesn't want to force her into anything. Yeah. And considering the other men that we've talked about on this podcast, do you know what? You are the the winner of the podcast, OP's fiance. Yes. Yeah, You're so the far, one man oh, anyway. that's not pissed me off so far.
0: <laughs> so far. Should we do you wanna Yeah,
1: I'll dive into the update. Okay. So update. I didn't expect this to blow up at all. Thank you for your everyone for your input. I stayed up till 3am last night to read your comments And I am relieved to know that I was in the rights To the people not understanding why I was doubting myself I was a very confrontational person When I was younger but after bad stuff Happening with close people I learned to keep my mouth shut Oh No be, co- be confrontational I am yeah. I love it moreover his parents never behaved like this with me and when my parents and my fiance actually agreed a little with them so no one was really on my side I started to doubt my approach I realize now that I've become too kind and that I let people walk all over me and that I need to call them out on their bullshit more as for my fiance we had a long conversation about it this morning he was very defensive at the beginning saying that his parents probably didn't mean it and blah 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 so that's my praise for fiance out the window Um, (laughs) that's what I said so far (laughs) yeah (laughs) I knew it. But after explaining my side of things and showing him the messages they sent, he real... Oh, yeah, that's... We didn't even talk about them sending hate mail. That's fucking insane. Oh, yeah,
0: that's fucked.
1: Yeah, he actually realized they were completely out of line. Good. He admitted that they never behaved like that with him either and that he was so com- surprised by the attitude and he didn't know how to react. I showed him some of your comments and he understands now that he has to set clear boundaries now and because it is the first of many fights, if he does not... He promised me that he was going to send them a message today saying that this kind of behaviour would not be accepted and that they need to apologise to me if they wanted to come to the wedding. He apologised profusely and I trust him. We also discussed the topic of name again and he promised that he was fully support fully supporting my decision. Concerning my ch- concerning children, we already had a conversation because we want, both want to be parents and we agreed to give his last name. Again, thank you for all your comments. So why is it you... Oh my god! Right, so I'm happy that there's a peaceful solution here. <laughs> the kids are getting his fucking name. Why do you care?
0: I know, I know, I know. Leave the poor oh, woman alone. Do you see? Like they're adults. They're making their own decisions. They're doing, you know, they're doing what they want to do. Get a grip. Get oh. a grip. Oh god, I'm sorry, Americans. This is just this oozes Americanisms.
1: Yeah, I can just hear the bald eagles now. I know. <laughs> <America>. <laughs> I mean, I will say that my best friend is American, and shout out to Cherish, we love you, girl. But even she would agree that there is a streak of American patriotism, which is quite toxic. And I do yeah. think that that came into this quite a bit. I think that they just perceived it's like, oh well, like little Belgium It's a like little country in Europe that's not got a massive presence in the world stage. Present. It's not oh, like oh I'm-, God, I still I'm, not the- <laughs> I'm like. <laughs> it's one of the most developed countries in the world
0: i know isn't it like one of the safest as well yeah one of the safe it's always
1: on like the top 10 list of like education (laughs) safety like happiness
0: like progressiveness liberalism. yeah it's (laughs) up
1: there with like sweden and norway and iceland and shit it's like it's one of those places like you know what not let's be like sponsored by visit belgium (laughs) but like I feel like as much as the rest of Europe probably doesn't like us very much, I feel a lot of kinship with other European countries, particularly like ones sort of near to the UK. Yeah, and I'm well, I don't like us Belgium. very
0: much either. So yeah, no, but, but at I least mean, I can admit it. We are, we are the America gone. of Europe. We are, but we can admit that we can be like, yeah, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, guys, like we're not making. We don't this have
1: decision. that like sickly,
0: like flag
1: flying, <sighs> gun toting patriotism that they have there. That's
0: that's the problem like they won't they won't back down it just irritates me and do you know what
1: they aren't the best at everything
0: to to cherish like as well (laughs) we do she knows though because she's 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 not she's not like that it's like the whole um not all men thing yeah if you feel triggered by this then maybe you're the problem maybe you're the problem but you know if you're not one of those people it's it's the same sort of thing like Sure, obviously not all Americans, obviously, but you don't have to say that. I'm just saying, this, this as we said, this like specific streak of like Americanism is
1: it's just... A, it's just like, take a day off, take... you know? Take a seat, calm down. It's not that deep.
0: I think we should just put a dome over the deep south. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I love the Simpsons movie.
0: Get all the women out first, though, shit.
1: Oh, honest to God, seriously. <laughs> to be a woman in, like, Texas, ugh.
0: But then I say that, but the mother-in-law, fuck her. Like, keep her in the Oh, day. yeah,
1: but that's the thing, though. She's a product of this, because I think...
0: Obviously, You know, yeah. it's that thing
1: you see all the time on, like, stories about these kind of things. Like, boy mums. And maybe we should even do, like, a thing about that at some point. Maybe, yes. like, no girl's good enough for my special boy. Oh, shit, and yeah. Oh
0: that- that's that
1: inherent, But it's inherently... It's women being victims of patriarchy again, because there's some women who go their entire lives buying into the system as it is and, you know, not wanting to, well, I'm not going to say not wanting, but never feeling that they can engage in their own liberation. Mm-hmm. And I want to say really quickly as well, and I'm not just saying women that want to exist within a traditionalist culture. There's so many ways that women can enact their own you know, freedoms within tradition. Mm-hmm. You no, know, We can see that in like, um, I probably talked about this in the podcast before, but I referenced it in meditation. There's a study from an, a sociologist called Sabah Mahmood. She went to Egypt. She looked at women studying the Quran very much within the Egyptian cultural framework, but found themselves feeling liberated and empowered, even though they weren't trying to push out boundaries and maybe they should have, because we all know that the Middle East isn't the best place for women. I mean, nowhere really is, but you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But those women felt empowered. That's not what I'm trying to get at. But there are women who live life being told that don't rock the boat and don't listen to the nasty feminist and this woman clearly is one of them yeah and that's yeah. where the boy mum mentality comes in it's like just mm-hmm. get a fucking grip get just mm-hmm. get over yourself so yeah. what if she wants to say like dig or whatever the B- belgian surname is it's like it's not that big of a deal no, calm down
0: no. no exactly no you're so right and so many women especially in like that generation that deep as i said like before with the other one like just deeply conditioned to to yeah to... To think like that you know they are part of the patriarchy in the end of, at yeah. the, end of the day so i mean um,
1: unfortunately we're all part of the patriarchy well, i mean
0: we all are yeah no fully because everything uh,
1: is the patriarchy it's just and everything
0: we, even us you know even me who literally has a feminist magazine you know we're all slightly complicit in things because we're still unlearning yeah. things and that's fine but you know when you're a bitch about it <laughs> like, <a man> of <laughs> asshole, <laughs> like you need to start assessing yourself
1: So, thankfully, she was deemed not the um, arsehole OP, which I'm very glad about, because I was about to go back into a Reddit war.
0: (laughs) I know. I'm going to be tapping away later on the other one.
1: Got to. So... That is our deep dive into the world of Reddit and misogyny.
0: If you enjoyed this sort of episode, let us know, because we definitely did. That was, I love drama.
1: (laughs) Honestly, this is one of the easiest episodes to prepare, so I'm down to do more.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so if you enjoyed it, let us know. Not writing whole ass scripts
1: like we were for Eileen.
0: Oh my God, I know that was effort. Well, for you. (laughs) I just made comments.
1: (laughs) But anyway, if you guys liked that, Ellie, can you let us know where they can check us out?
0: Yes, you can find us at thenewfeminist.co.uk or The New Feminist Magazine on Instagram or at TNF Magazine on all other socials. Um, and that's, that's it.
1: Bye-bye, guys. And remember, Bye. don't be an asshole.